Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 171, Episode 2 of the production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Guess who just got back today? That wild-ass boy name of Miles Gray. Hasn't changed, just blue smoke right in my face. And man, this Zoom just got real hazy. Game stock stock is down. Game stock stock is down. Ah, oh, that is courtesy of Chrissy Yamaguchi, man. Miles, he missed the whole GameStop, GameStop story, what happened? I think. What uh, happened, GameStop? Oh, boy. Uh, can't wait to all I know is I heard about I saw it trending and I started buying stocks so (laughs) wish me luck fellas (laughs) uh well I'm thrilled to be joined once again by my co-host Mr. Miles Gray I'm back with Jack Oh, I'm back, baby. Just made that up. Woo. Shout out to uh, Joel and Jamie for holding it down for me yeah, while yeah. I was out there uh, dealing with some personal issues. So, yes, uh, much love to Zeit Gang and all the support out there. Uh, but I am back. He's back. I am back, baby. He's back and he's hungry. Oh, my God. I'm fucking I'm salivating like the cartoons, <laughs> man. Uh, all right. Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by one of the very faces on Mount Zeitmore. He is. The hilarious, the talented Billy Wayne Davis. There he is. Hey guys. There he Hi. is. Listen to that rich baritone. Hello. <laughs> hey, you uh, a bike expert? I see you got a lot of bikes hanging up in your garage image there. I do. You got a I think okay, anyway, we'll talk later. I need Zeit Gang, let me know. I need a I need a mountain bike, but I'm not trying to spend a lot of money. I send not me the some suggestions. I'm oh, I'm a I'm a mountain bike. boy. I don't know. I I'm Oh, you like roadie? You a road man? It's just, it's all about, I'm not like uh, going down the mountain. I have a mountain bike that I bought sure. at a yard sale, and I've been it's told it's really good. Um, but like. It, isn't that always funny when you have a thing, you're not sure if it's good, and then someone else is like, hey, man, whoa, that a, <laughs> was that a Cannondale? And you're like, well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I got it. They're like, that's a good bike. And you're like, oh, really? I have, a gr- <laughs> I have a grill, and it's like it has a smoker. It has the charcoal and it has the propane and then a burner on it. And I bought it for $60 on Craigslist. I knew that was pretty cheap. Yeah. But my friend who really loves meat and smoking and all that came over and he was, he was like, man, that's so nice. I was like, yeah, I got that for $60. And I thought he was going to punch me. (laughs) Oh, he was so angry at that deal at the savings. Yeah. Cause he was like, that's six, that thing is $600. Oh, And he was like, and you paid, off. I was like, 60. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let that sink about. in, sir. Like, anytime he he stares at it, anytime yeah, he's yeah. over, you can see it, like, it eats him up. Like, one day I'll just <laughs> give it to him. You catch him using bin- binoculars from across the street, looking into your backyard, like, he's still got that. <laughs> well, just anytime he's over, you just, there's like, there's like, at least one time, anytime he comes over, I'll just catch him just looking at it, kind of shaking his head. Just like yeah. this motherfucker. It's, right. Cause it's one of those things too that gives you appreciation. Cause like, oh shit, somebody who knows their shit says this is it. And then you're, then you're like, and I got the deal, baby. Mm. I'm winning all day. It, yeah. And it was like, <laughs> it was like I just knew I was like sixty dollars for that's pretty cheap. I knew that. 
And I was like, that'll be fine. I need a grill. Blessings and then he abound. loves that, that heat. He's like, so what have you smoked in it? And I was like, nothing. And you just see <laughs> just rage. Just just pure rage. Just like, what's I'm just, wrong uh, with you? And I'm, like, I'm just cooking uh, these. I yeah, cook these... chicken on it sometimes for the kids. Yeah, these uh, uh, frozen Tyson chicken breast patties. I just throw a couple of those on there. You <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I think they're reformed from like rib meat and stuff. They're real yeah. cheap. They're great. Yeah. The kids love them. Teriyaki <laughs> flavor. It's like, you gotta. Uh. Uh, all right. Well, Billy Wayne, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about. Uh, did you guys watch the Super Bowl? It was on. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. So, but I didn't okay. like fully We'll talk get about into that. It. We'll just yeah. do a little impressionistic recount of of what we witnessed. We'll talk about impeachment 2, uh first blood since we we're, <laughs> we're not doing the electric boogaloo thing anymore. The Good. The white Good. supremacists took that. They ruined um, the breaking franchise. Yes. But they will never ruin when Turbo did the fucking dance with the broom in breaking the original film. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about whether QAnon is cool anymore. They might be uh, losing some <laughs> Q points, uh, as as it were. Uh, we're going to talk about just the vaccine mess. Uh, plenty more. But first, Billy Wayne, we'd like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? I searched math, like doing some math. Math. Uh, yeah, I did 20, I did, first I did 50 times five, which is $250 times four, <laughs> which is? A thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know where I'm going with this? No, no, I have no idea. (laughs) You're like, uh huh. (laughs) Wait, so what? What are the things that you're uh, doing? Some numbies. I'm just wondering if you guys, if the Daily Zot guys paid your guests twenty five to fifty dollars a episode. Uh huh. That would be how much a month extra? Yeah, we should we should start doing it. I think for sure. Yeah, I agree. We always pay uh, guest hosts when they come in. Uh, but yeah, we need to we need to reevaluate the payment of guests for and sure. And I only right bring it up one. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Yeah. Because before the pandemic, it wasn't a huge deal for us because we could your fans and the Daily Zeit guys, the Zeit gang is awesome about coming to live shows. Right. So it could balance out. That's why I never brought it up before because, and I hate to say that because I hate that we're paying you an exposure thing, but it did work out that way where you could make money if you were touring from promoting. Now there is no touring. Right, right, right. And then, but in, or on your podcast or whatever. But the last year, we, (laughs) (laughs) we don't even fucking, I mean, people are touring, but they fucking shouldn't. No, yeah. it makes sense. And we started out paying guests. But yeah, but... I think to your point, yeah, that exchange of like how, like what is on the other side of it. Yeah. Like how do you as a, as a comedian, uh, what's the, what's the sort of material benefit at the end of the day, I think is a fair thing to like, uh, to bring up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now I would also love to call out radio shows. They don't pay us either, but TV does. That's the weird thing. Like Conan pays like that. All that. That's a, it's a weird thing. I don't know why radio doesn't, but TV does. 
I think it's the same setup. But the margins are so different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because radio DJs get paid less than you would expect. Like, I remember when I was working in radio and people, I was like, oh, my God, you're in the radio. You're popping. I'm like, oh, it's they're fucking you over over here. Oh, yeah. But like, I'm just I'm not talking about like, yeah, if you're in if you're the I'm talking about those guys that are in markets like 15 or higher where they're like, you're making half a million dollars a year on the radio mm, right, right i i'll tell you this Kevin people in rap radio do are not making money oh like no that. i'm not no i understand but i'm saying like i'm oh, talking oh, about oh. certain these big big sure, shows sure. Oh, right 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 yeah 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 totally they, you're just like oh you guys are making a ton of money i'm not talking about like yeah you're in knoxville tennessee on the on the local alt station like i know that dude's making twenty thousand dollars a year if that Right, right, right. Yeah, I get how that works. But. All right. Well, uh, cool, we will. Was, yeah, I think people on Twitter will be very happy. I didn't think it would be a thing. I was just like, hey, I think they they should pay us. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Awesome. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Underrated? Yes, sir. Uh, I think performing at the halftime show is underrated. I don't think people understand how. And I'm not a the weekend fan. I realized right. that I at one time I thought I was a, a weekend fan, and it turned out I did some research, and I still just like Daft Punk. That's who I like because <laughs> they do most of his beats and stuff. Um, <laughs> right. And oh, that, all, yeah. The, the songs shit. you know, Daft Punk probably did of it. That's what. Oh, I'm really? Saying. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh, huh. It's so true. They're just good at making beats to his voice. Everybody, all his other songs are not. They sound the same. He's got good taste in producers, though, because the producer who he worked with on his first three albums was also dope and like had a very singular kind of sound to it. Oh, they! Yeah. I think, yeah, he knows. And people being like, he didn't dance. I'm like, that's not what that motherfucker does. No, yeah, um, he makes eye contact with the uh, with he the sings and people. Yeah, he get, does cocaine and, and then <laughs> sing songs about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was interesting when. Uh, you know, I, I watched the halftime show with my kids. They're very musically inclined. They were dancing. My son was like, can we put this on my mix? And it was like The Hills, I think. It was like that song about like how he only calls women when he's like blacked out. And like uh, how when he's like fucked up on Zans, that's like the real him. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it'll be uh, it'll be on there next time I listen. That's um, my, I remember I used to love that Boys to Men song, I'll Make Love to You, and my aunt, my mom had no problem. She's like, I just remember them talking about it, and my aunt being like, I can't believe you're letting him listen to this. <laughs> and my, I remember this conversation, my mom going like, they don't know what it means, and I just remember thinking, like, I gotta find out what this means. <laughs> what, the making love to you part? I'll make love to you. Right, like right, right. You won't. It's just a pretty song. Yeah. Yeah. But I when mean, you're it's like so nine or ten, you're just like, this is beautiful. And then my aunt, who didn't have kids, is like, that's, he's t- they're talking about fucking. And my mom's <laughs> like, he doesn't know what that is. Right. 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 It's, it is a weird, I mean, the way lyrics have gone over the years, you know, used to be like, just a smooching and the kissing in the moonlight <laughs> to like, take your foot, get your ass out in this alley because we fucking now. Like, it's the <laughs> lyrics are so like on the nose and like, because you know, the, I'll the eat weekend the booty is like groceries. That was on oh, the yeah. radio. 
<laughs> right, right, right. Uh, wrist, icicle, ride, dick, bicycle. Okay, thanks, Nikki. Uh, but like, you have like the weekend. Oh, we're not you doing know, like, metaphors anymore. We're just gonna say, <laughs> right. it? Okay. oh, ride, dick, bi- okay, I get that one. But yeah, the weekend shit is really like, I left my girl at home and I don't love her no more, and she'll yeah. never fucking know that. These fucking eyes <laughs> that I'm staring at, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. But the also, only thing we go on, yeah, it's just you just can't hear him snorting. That's all right. those songs right. are. <laughs> Wait, do you think that song I Can't Feel My Face When I'm With You is about drugs? Yeah. No, I can't. I think he's <laughs> nah. having some form of stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I don't <laughs> think it's a love song. I think he's talking about his dealer. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just even, dude, high for this is already sounds like a guy who's like naked about to get like high <laughs> on drugs. Like, you don't know what's in store. Like, he's got like Smeagol energy, but you know what you hear. He's got a lot for. of Smeagol energy. <laughs> Like the, yeah, the drugs gave him insight into uh, a power that he didn't know he had. Yeah. And then uh, the the power is just him like muttering, being like, yo, when you think about it, like by himself, not really <laughs> actually saying anything profound. But, you know, the drugs hit really hard for some people. But you were saying that performing is underrated. Yeah, like I think in terms people of are difficulty. Just like, they don't truly understand what that performance is. Like they're moving the stage in and setting everything up in like 10 minutes, and then you have to go perform, do a 15-minute set in a stadium that's not set up for a concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. then you have to also play to a, a a television audience while you're also playing to a live audience in something that's not set up for either. And everybody, in every year, everybody's like, meh. <laughs> it's all right. I would have done me. You're just like better. you guys. It's it's a losing proposition from the beginning. Yeah, and you have to pay to do it. <laughs> Did you know they don't pay them to do that? Right. The performers you... have to bid to do it. Oh, what? Zero money. They get. Oh, paid. Jesus. Oh, but I'm. But who handles the production cost? The artist? No, the Super Bowl does. The Super Bowl yeah, yeah, handles yeah, yeah. the production cost. Okay, I was going to say that. But no one no, like, gets paid. No one's getting a check from performing. Right, because, I mean, at that point, you're like, motherfucker, you're doing the Super Bowl. Uh, but now it's like, what? what is it even? They're like, the backup dancers, you'll be paid in exposure, and then they <laughs> all we're have gonna to wear jock straps on, on wear their faces. Yeah. All masks. <laughs> Those masks were wild. I um, like that. I, I mean, I tweeted this. I was like, Daft Punk didn't show up because everyone else was wearing a mask. like y'all are doing our thing we're not gonna be they could have been there who knows they they could have been there they were there i like daft punk a lot i like their music and then i like that they're they've got all the trappings of fame except for no one knows who they are that is the greatest trick the devil ever pulled it's the It's Brilliant. like, yeah, because you're you're one upping Banksy and they're like, well, I still have my intellectual property rights and you can't like troll me into court to expose who I am over like some IP tussle contest because we're, we are who we are. You just not going to know what the fuck we look like ever. Exactly. Right. And I remember, oh, have you ever had, has anyone heard of a time, does anyone have like, I saw Daft Punk without their helmets on anecdotes ever? Have you? I, okay. So I, I've heard from two different people in LA of people who swore they saw them without their helmets on. 
like and, and, and a thing I'm like, like just around or like performing? yeah like that they knew it was them but like oh. they were trying to be like low-key i'm like well i think if you really wanted to know like whatever they're like normally it was like I was at the Jim Henson studio and they were getting prepared for like another production. Cause I knew it was them because the hel- they walked in with the helmets. And then in the hallway, I saw a guy in the same outfit. I'm pretty sure, but no helmet on. And I think it was them. Like this has caused so much energy around seeing somebody without a helmet. That I don't even know if they actually saw them, but it's like a genre of like anecdote I hear in the city. I just imagine them being looking like two basic European white dudes. Yeah. The kind of dudes yeah. where you're like, yo, you know what? Good call with the with the helmets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with that attack. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I see. Yeah, like they take that. their helmets off and everybody's just like, okay, whoa. It was better when I got to pretend it was some other shit going on in there. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Darth Vader without his mask. Like, we need to just put this back on. This looks right. bad. <laughs> Something about that mystery, man. It keeps people coming back. They're so, so good, though. So many people have probably also, you know, gotten benefits from claiming that they were actually daft punk at music festivals or clubs or whatever so um all you have to do is bring a mask you know i know well that you always see people at comic-con they'll always be like one or two people coming as daft punk like with like (laughs) good helmets so right why not uh what is uh what's something you think is overrated billy wayne oh probably the 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 whole Super Bowl thing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we're being, it's just so overrated. Yeah. I, what like so? What are we talking here? That it's an event that we have to gather for. It's it fails to be like the culmination of a season for uh, this league. Like what what dimensions of it are you? What's what's hitting with you? Where you're like, nah, I should overrate it. I think it's. Okay, I'm sorry. I was just trying to think how to articulate what I meant. Um, I think it's like uh, I don't think the event itself is overrated. Okay. I think the antis- anticipation of all of these stuff around it is right. incredibly overrated because it can never live up to the hype of of what it was and what the game because it's not about the game anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's not even about the commercials anymore. You know, it's like <laughs> right. all these about? different. It's like okay, here's here's what the Super Bowl is. It's like when you tweet something, and it's very clear what you're saying, right? And then nine hundred people make that thing about their thing, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Like this was a take on like pancakes. Yes, right. and then right. somebody else is be like, yeah, you'd be like, this is it's. You're, it, this whole pancake thing, and it's it's why the the spotted owl Wait, what? is <laughs> endangered. And you're like, I, I mean, look, I love the spotted owl, but I don't know right. what this has to do. <laughs> but that's what the Super Bowl, I think, is. Like, if you read Twitter or anything else, it's just like this this game represents what PETA stands for. And you're just like, I don't <laughs> think that's right. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, not this. No, one. that that the ball they're playing with is a dead pig. That's what that <laughs> ball is. Oh my god! A but deflated so dead fun. pig last night. Probably. Is the ball darker? That's one thing I noticed. Oh really? Is the football dyed a darker color. It could just be me from not watching football in like a season and a half. I was like, the ball looked darker. Like it's hmm. 
anyway, that's 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 what I brought to it. Was <laughs> so I'm like, well, I think the balls no, I mean you might be onto something because Brady likes his balls half deflated, so they would look a little darker. You okay. Know? It's oh, not goodness. half deflated. It's just a little bit. Just so you yeah, grab. just like Come on. Quarter. a little grippy. Don't give him fodder. You gotta get him. <laughs> I know. I'm just trolling every Brady fan. I um, well, I cheered for it. Did you? I think. I think what he did was it's crazy impressive. Yeah, I and, agree. And I don't like. I've never liked Belichick and his. Uh, what's the word? His probation. Officer style program. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he does have like a probation officer vibe to him, doesn't oh, he? Oh yeah. Well it's yeah. hey, we know you're in trouble, so we ain't gonna pay your your uh the actual value of you. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're gonna we're and if you fuck up at all, you're gone. Yeah. But you could win a national you could win a championship if you play with us, but then probably not play for another team. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. Just so you know, the environment, toxic, baby, but you might get a ring, babe. Come you on. You might get a ring and never play again, though. <laughs> yeah. So, up to you. Your call. Anyway, I'll just leave that you. here. Yeah. All right. Where's my, where are my sleeve-cutting scissors, honey? <laughs> yeah, his also, passion is also inspired the, the, by... Uh, could we give the most money to the guy that's murdered two people? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we're, when we're in that twins formation, <laughs> look it's out. It's tough to stop. <laughs> we got drunk and a felon. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> Gronk. I love Gronk. My my yeah. wife worked with him on Game On. She was his writer on that oh, really? show. And she couldn't. She's like, it. he's like an ideal player. He is down to work his <laughs> ass off and do whatever y'all need him to do. Yeah. That's amazing. And he can perform, too. She's like, and if you give him a line, he knows the line. And I was like, I'm so happy by this. Yeah, yeah. A, a friend of mine, I'm not going to say who, who's like worked with him, he's like, he's like if hamburger meat wished he was a real boy. <laughs> but also like, but sweet, like, and good to work with. But like, he's so gronk. Like, he's right. almost just like, I'm gronk. Like, he's Groot in a, in his own way of like, I like I play football. And other than that, it's just some details. <laughs> like, it is. I, I called him to my, and my wife. Agreed. I was like, he seems like the most successful golden retriever of all time. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, I'm yeah. your boy. <laughs> Just a rip. Like if you shaved a golden retriever and it was ripped, you're like, that's, right. that's Gronk. There was that's a shot of hands. him pregame where he was like, you could tell he was like amped up and he was like breathing so hard. He was like kind of confused by how hard he was breathing and like surprised by his own breath and like was just like frowning like what the fuck? Huh? What? <gasps> Did I fart? What was that? Huh? Like, like a dog? Yeah. So And he's so much smarter than people know. Too. Oh, I sure. think that's my favorite part about Gronk is yeah. just like as a hillbilly with an accent you're like yeah I think we're dumb. Keep thinking about it. <laughs> Please. Uh, Alright let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl and other uh, stuff. And we're back. So overall, the Super Bowl, I kind of agree with you that we're we're getting to a point. Maybe I'm just getting to a point. I don't know how universal this is, but my like the ads were bad to the point that they felt like it would be hard for TV advertising to bounce back. Like it was like so they oh, just really? seemed I don't know, they seemed so cynical on 
in a way that is i guess normal for the ads but in the in the current world where people are maybe seeing a little bit more through i don't i don't think this is a generalized take i don't think the ad industry is like what a disaster but it just felt like trying to blend the earnestness with like can't do it well, selling people stuff while treating your employees bad enough to make a profit in a world where more and more people know the secret that capitalism is just, you know. Well, I think that's what it is. I think right. the ads are the same they've always been. Right. It's just that our nation as a whole has come to like um I don't like it's like it's a consciousness about like we're how at. we're being sold stuff and how it's because the funny thing is is that what happens is they were doing all this stuff like Mad Men came out and showed us all what the whole thing was in a right. in a dramatic sexy kind of way which is the way most Americans need to process <laughs> information sexy right. sexy sexy and like kind sexy of sexy fascism and, get ready y'all yes and then it made people aware that, oh, they're just selling. This is all bullshit. They're just making us feel a, a certain way. And then the money thing. I think it's that thing of like, they've been, <laughs> okay, here's the best way to describe it. What they've been doing is slowly robbing us for decades. Yeah. And now we're, the piggy bank is almost empty. And everyone is looking around being like, stop reaching in our piggy bank. Right. It's almost empty. And the corporations don't know what to do. Like, yeah, like they're just looking like you dead in your eye and still reaching for your piggy. Like, (laughs) but I take money from, be like, no, mother, bad corporate. <laughs> no, right, this is what. But we, I is... don't know other thing. Give yes. me your smiling money. at you handsomely huh? while saying sexy, the, right? <laughs> while saying in these trying times when I am robbing your piggy yeah. bank, in but these trying times, hero? run your shit. Like, <laughs> you're a hero. You're Stop my hero. My money. Yeah. Um, it's and I think it's just hard to like even the spectacle of commercials feels weird. Like in this right. time too, like because the tone of the country, like Earth, but especially the U.S. Like to your point, Billy. Like some people have known this place stinks like shit. A lot of people though are at that point where they go, "Hold on, is does something stink like shit in here? Do we <laughs> live in a horse stable? Right, and, <laughs> yeah. which is great. So then on top of it, to have like a commercial that's like all these you know bells and whistles and all this ridiculous shit, it just rings hollow. I think. And it's like how a lot of people, it's like, it's like posting your birthday photos from Tahiti in the pandemic for everyone to see. Like, you're like, okay, that must've been nice for you, but nobody else gives a fuck. And in fact, it's offensive and inappropriate. And we're like, kind of, we're moving past something. We don't know what it is yet, but this ain't it. And I think that's what like, uh, even cause I, I walked in to see a one commercial and I was like, whatever. Like I, my whole thing was like, oh, what's this? Who's? Oh, is this going to be funny? I was like, my fuck this shit. It was like my first. Yeah, response. that's kind of that like, Bruce Springsteen thing was yeah. the most pandering. What? Did you not I see, see everything? So this is a good time to let people Woo! know I was passive. So this will be, this is I will represent people who did not watch the fucking Super Bowl all the way. What happened with Bruce Springsteen? Woo! 
Yeah, so there there was an ad with Bruce Springsteen. It was like a short film is how the, it was pitched in the room, I'm sure. Short film, moody, <laughs> yeah. black cinematic and white, is cinematic. It, it's uh, and the word film and cinematic was used over and over. You're so right. fucking right. He's, he's driving around in an open top Jeep in the winter in the dead of winter, like bundled up. And like, you can tell the cold air is like bothering him. And like, that's part of like, this is, this is America, man. And it's like, well, put a fucking top on your Jeep, man. With, I like, don't, I don't like, have to. There are close-ups of him, like feeling the dirt and the soil and talking about like coming together. It's all based around this uh, church, this chapel in like the dead center of America. And it's like, we got to come together, man. There's no like right and left. Like, you know, there's just only a- Christ. <laughs> I, the best thing exactly. I saw about it was somebody was like, someone, like someone tell Jeep that, that, that one side is actual Nazis. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and what the boss is going to do that. Right. Straight from Jersey. I mean, shout out to my Jersey boy, but what the fuck? Like, how the fuck? Are well, you- so that's the thing. There was also a uh, Sesame Street David Diggs ad for one of the uh, meal delivery like service things. And like th- that ad and the Jeep ad, they did not make me like those brands more. They just made me like Sesame Street less and, you know, respect to be digs for getting the bag. But like, Bruce Springsteen is late enough in his career that, like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, I don't know. Check from Chrysler. He does not need the check. Um, Well, it's also that it's that he didn't need the check, and also it's they fed into his. And I've never. And this is I know. Do not at me when I say this, motherfuckers. (laughs) At Billy Wayne Davis. If you do follow me too, uh, <laughs> you can at me if you follow me. Uh, is I've I understand Springsteen's greatness. I understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about it because <laughs> right. I'm from East Tennessee. Right. I'm not from fucking New Jersey or whatever. I've been there, and what he's singing about <laughs> is not. As awesome as he makes it sound, I've been there a bunch. I have family from, like, I have extended family lives all through there. And you guys are full of shit. But, <laughs> but it's also, they, it's that ego. It's that mm-hmm. thing of, like, you know who can bring them together? Bruce. Right. The Bruce boss. Can do it. And you're like, fuck you, sing song man. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know who we need? Just a really stern boss who has authority, almost like an authoritarian force yeah. who can like just bring them together and make them. Also, so someone that has never actually worked a real job, but is <laughs> so good at singing about working. Yeah, real jobs. right. Man, he just Blue knows that shit must suck. That shit must suck, man. Too, right? I'm just right. a y'all yandra. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so there are also, like, the traditionally bad ads. There was some car insur- insurance ad that, like, a woman walks into her boss's office and is like, Tom pulled his opinion out in front of me. And he's like, it's a big opinion. And just, like, straightforward, like, the trope. It's treating workplace sexual abuse as a fun trope to play with. Um, just... 
Like it, it it goes in the Hall of Fame of ads that seem like they were just pulled from Super Bowl twenty, yeah, yeah right. like nineteen eighty five, and just like transported directly right. to to the future. Um, like the sales genie ads. Do y'all remember those? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pierce, nice car. <laughs> that <laughs> shit was so. Me and my friend uh, Sean have not stopped talking about those. But ads. that's the thing. It's like. For me personally, the, there's never been an ad that had more of like a jaw-dropping effect on me than the Matrix trailer. Right. Yeah, In for 99, sure. when I was like, what the fuck was yes. that? Yes, because like, I went and saw it and hated it because it was not all the fighting like that trailer show. <laughs> right, because you're like, what the fuck? I remember like- I was young. I was too young to really understand the actual message of that, but sure, I left sure. mad at the Matrix because the trailer was fucking dope. Yeah. It I looked like it, John Wick is what yeah. it looked like. I mean, all they, they did, it was that one later. shot where he just leaned, leaned with it, rocked with it backwards, oh. and they went bullet time, and everyone, and, the, and it just came up, what is thematrix.com? And I was like, see, this is what the fuck I'm talking about. Where the fuck is that? But that's a movie, and it's not as much of an ad, but I feel like that, I don't think they'll, I'll ever have that same experience with an advertisement, which is why I'm like, just, just save your fucking money. You know, like yeah. no one cares anymore. If it's just going to be like, who can waste more money in a 30 second spot? Like there's better ways to do that. That would help Scientology. your brand. They cachet. wasted it. They Actually wasted. Oh, what they do. They had they a, just a, a two minute curious, long ad. Oh, but at it the was... end, it's like a, it's like a back page ad with like a <laughs> big buff guy and it was the perfect. It's just like curious. <laughs> <Are you> curious? <laughs> it was kind of the perfect ad I thought for the Super Bowl though, because it blended completely in. Other than it was like one of those things with like shots of people struggling and like shots of stores being closed down and just the shit that you've been seeing in car commercials to this point, like over and over again. But then like there was weird. Scientology choir chanting song going on in the background that like made it stand out a little bit, but mm. otherwise it was just like totally indistinguishable and felt like it was again like a uh, uh, indemnity, like it just completely uh, proved or like made all the other ads that it was indistinguishable from look bad because it was for a cult and like <laughs> it's like oh yeah this is this is just a cult that people are. Um, and also at the end, they pulled a fast one where they put, uh, like it was an ad for Scientology.tv and they put a thing that was like, you can screen it on Apple TV, Roku. I'm like, but it kind of made it look like it was like an Apple TV show sure. because they put it up there with the logo. I was like, ah, you guys are scrappy. I'm curious to know like what someone who actually got you know, persuaded by that ad because they have no real frame of reference for what Scientology is. Like what that experience (laughs) is like from, oh, okay, I'll I'll check that Scientology.tv and what that, how quickly that accelerates to you being like, all right, give me the reading. I'm here. Give me the six. It it was, that was my first question when I saw it was like, who's this for? Right. Because like, what was it promising? No, there's not promising anything. It's just, it's like a vague, what it was, it was like one of those commercials that you see that's for some corporation that you don't really, remember BASF, remember those? (laughs) Right, right, right. I think I brought this up. That one always cracked me. I was like, BASF, 
we don't make the products you love. We make the products you love better. And you're like, what the fuck's that mean? <laughs> and no one still knows what that is. Right, right. <laughs> but that's what science, that's what that thing was. It's like, hey, some stuff is bad. Other stuff is oh, good. Yeah. Here's people on the dirt and here's some music. And then it just says curious. And you're like, no. Like, you first me the opposite of curious. Your first month in college, basically. You're like, whoa, what? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, okay, that didn't make a lot of sense, but I am curious. And I think it cracks me up, too, is like anyone that is curious that's mm -hmm. never heard of Scientology is going to Google Scientology, and a lot of different shit's going to pop up. It's not just going to be like, hey, Elron was pretty cool, right? It's going to be like, <laughs> who is Leah Remini? Who is... <laughs> right. I mean, let's see. When you actually Google it, it's all official things, then the... Yeah, they wow. they have the uh, the SEO game on lock. They got the SEO like uh, it's sure they do. It's only until you get to like especially top the stories. day after a Super Bowl ad. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Google no, the news. Big. Don't Google like what the top websites. Google the news on on the subjects. Right. Um, <laughs> I love the Leah Rimini show. Oh yeah, I, she's well. I always thought she was. I always had a crush on her since Zach Morris didn't deserve her. But yeah, the way. She is systematically yep. destroying this church is impressive. Yep. Because it's not just like, hey, you guys remain to me. It's like each episode is like, here's what they're doing with this. Here's what they're doing with this. Here's right. what and, and then the more I watch it, the more I started laughing and be like, they have meetings about her specifically every day. Oh yeah. Well, especially because like her and Mike Rinder too. Yeah. Mike Rinder was like their main attack dog. And they're like they they're teaming up to yeah. put the light on. Okay. I love him too because he when people come at him, there's no fear there. He's, he's like, like All I right. wrote the book. Yeah, cool. he's like, you guys know that this is my thing, right? And you're yeah. gonna try to fuck with me. All right, right. He's like the bane of Scientology harassment. He's like, I mold. I was molded in the darkness. <laughs> right. Merely play with it. It's like it's like oh shit. Right. It also does sound like his voice a little bit. But it I does like sound like <laughs> But yeah, shout out to that Stacy Carosi reference from Saved by the Bell. Oh man. Uh, no, was, I was super who is this same. woman. Had a huge I crush oh on my her god, that beach Carosi. club. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Yo, I, I want to go watch there. King of Queens. Not a great yeah. show. But yeah. I mean, I, Kevin James is funny. He is. Yeah. yeah. I think we come it. for the toughness. We like the toughness of a of a Leah Remini character. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. She is the real she deal in person, too. Oh yeah, when we uh, worked with her, it's the, so fun. Yeah, we we worked with her on a Scientology podcast. We still do, and what you described is a process of Mike Render being like, okay, uh, let me, <laughs> right, <laughs> let me right. put it this way. Yeah. Uh, just in terms of any notes that he's ever received uh, from like the legal side, uh, it's yeah, he's it's so funny. Yeah, it's yeah. helpful to have the guy who you know. Made well, he has that to... calmness. Yes, that, yeah. That my friend Matt and I were talking about this is like the movies get it wrong, like when they do mafia movies or like like organized crime type movies when there's violence. Right. Where there's like this build up, and then there's like this rage. Right. Like, no, no, no. That's not how those dudes operate. No, it's efficiency. It's very calm. Yeah. You don't know violence is about to happen until after it happens. That's right. how those dudes, are, which doesn't play well cinematically. Right. But that's, right. But that's how that, sh and that's how he reminds, like he reminds me of one of those dudes like, oh, no, you can't, 
Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, you can't. Do- okay, so you're gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But check out the podcast, Fair Game Scientology. All right, real quick on the game, which, you know, just from a zeitgeist perspective, like uh, probably the least interesting or impactful thing. But um, the Brady thing is obviously a huge story. It felt a little bit like watching an Ocean's Eleven movie where like Tom Brady was like bringing back guys from his entire career to like help him pull off the big heist. Like he had like Gronk and uh, Antonio Brown who used to like kick the Patriots ass and Michael Pierre Paul who used to kick the Patriots ass. And it definitely like just in terms of him using old tactics it looked like they knew every play before the Chiefs called it. I'm not saying they spied, but uh, as a Patriots oh, fan, I can oh make that joke. Yeah. Uh, and those refs clearly uh, paid off. But uh, otherwise, very impressive win. Uh, well, did you notice Romo from the start kept saying, hey, the Chiefs, the DBs hold. That's yeah, what they did. That was, yeah, that's true. Call, and, and before they even started calling holding. That yeah. first holding call, Romo had already said it like three or four times. He's like, this is how they defend. They hold. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, if, so they, if you decide to call that, they're so in trouble. So if they decide to start calling that, it's going to fuck up the Chiefs, and they did. Yeah, right. that was a problem. But um, you know who made them notice they were holding? That's Brady. Yeah, for sure. That he's making right. those throws. Yep. To, not not for completions. Right. Just to get Attention, them to notice awareness. that stuff. Yeah. I saw him. I wasn't a huge Brady fan. Uh, I wasn't impressed. How about this? I was. I've never been a huge Brady fan. I wasn't impressed with him until probably probably eight, seven or eight years ago. I got to see him play the Patriots play against the Steelers from like a field level kind of thing, and just as a former athlete, and yeah, it's fully it was, in control. Hey, you're Un- never not an athlete, Billy. Well, <laughs> to this day, be, yeah, that's, <laughs> just just different speeds we move at. Oh, that's fair. Okay, that's yeah. fair. I was gonna say, well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> that first step ain't what it used to be. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that three step drop is a three step ankle turner. <laughs> yes, it is. Like I don't know, the ground seems kind of mushy. I'm not going to do that. Um, but Brady is undeniable as a. He like seeing him live. I was just like, and that's when the Steelers were real, real good, right? And he was so. I I just the whole. I get chills thinking about it. And like the more success he has, it's one of those things where like I'm so glad I got to see him perform like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It was, and then I love the Ocean's Eleven thing. I like, I liked that Antonio Brown. Uh, he brought him back and got him a a, a ring after the. He couldn't cut it on the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I, that I mean, made me so happy. I really don't like Belichick. If I'm, I guess that's coming out. I just <laughs> does anyone? Um, it just angers me. Like when I look at him, I'm like, man, fuck this guy. And coaches, like, yeah, he does, even coaches as a winner, really I don't. Like I never wanted to play. That's the weird thing. Like, yeah, I hate like the Yankees. Year. But if people mm-hmm. and people are like, "Would you play for him?" I'm like, "In a second, <laughs> right, right, right. yeah." Are you fucking dumb, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the Patriots, I was like, "Would you play for them?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nah, I probably wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, um, doesn't seem like a good time over there. No, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like based on what I've been reading. Yeah. Nah, but they take care of their guys. Uh, they don't. And- <laughs> they don't. 
No, they don't. They forget Narrator. about the one. They, they in fact did not. <laughs> in fact, they did not. Uh, the weekend, Miles, did you watch the performance? Like this was this was exactly I what I bit. expected it to be. It was like very cinematic, and like the set was dope, and the his voice is great, and the songs are solid, and uh, he's not like a dancer or anything, like you said, no. Billy Wayne. It's just like that's that is what that dude does, and um, like he. He seems extra, a little extra. Like I've seen people who aren't dancers perform and like there seems to be an extra level of you can see him like counting the steps in his head sometimes. Ooh, yeah. uh, and I don't know if that's part of his thing or if he's like hezzy, incorporated hezzy that. Counts. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there's an athleticism to dancing. Yeah, right. That's, <laughs> that some musicians never developed. Right. Yeah. Or self-confessed lovers of Xanax. You ever try and turn up off a couple Xanax? <laughs> you are not dancing. You're yeah. moving like an amoeba would on a microscope slide. Just like Yeah, you're just remembering lobbing. how your legs work on Xanax. Right, right, right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, because he started off with like an old school track. And I was like, okay. But then he was like montaging it into like all his newer stuff. So I was just like, whatever. I... My my feelings are still the same. Like the second I hear new weekend stuff, I'm like, no, 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 this isn't it. I need it. He was with me at my loneliest and horniest yep. and most drug fueled. And for him to be this like sanitized pop star, I'm like, this ain't it, chief. I need yeah. the fucking real shit. I need the fucking I left my girl back home and I don't love her no more. Rather yeah. than the like, woo, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Mm-mm, no, 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 no. no. When yeah. they were the part where the House of Balloons, the oh that right. that part oh. hit, I was like, oh shit, are yeah, we right. gonna like do a House of Balloons thing? And they just like used the peppiest part of that song for like a minute, and then that we're was like, the All opening, right. right? I think that was the close, actually. Oh, okay. There was another one that was like, and I was, yeah, whatever, you know, good, good for you, Apple testify, you know, do your thing, but yeah, yeah, keep absolutely. it, keep it dark and horny, man. Don't yeah, you don't gotta sure. do all this. I thought. There was some ego involved with not bringing any special guests in. Right. That was a thought that I had heading in is like, this motherfucker better bring some that's, special yeah. guests. I was like, who's he going to drop in because he doesn't move or anything? And that's right. fine. He's a studio guy and he's yeah. amazing at it. Yeah. But he's not. Not not a one. Yeah. yeah. He's not MC Hammer. Right. No, definitely not. Yeah. That, I mean, that, he didn't even wear hammer pants. That's. The oh, yeah, also boy. To, that's the reason he can move. To go bankrupt that quick, that's a gift too. That, Shout well, out to MC Hammer. That's 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 the Bay Area taking care of everybody right yeah, there. That's exactly. what that was. That's exactly <laughs> right. what that was. Yeah, he, no, the the dependency ratio where mm-hmm. he was he had one stream of income coming to him and then he was paying for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And that was not Yeah, great. I bet E40, I bet too short, I bet everybody got a little <laughs> bit. Everyone got a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Uh, I think Anna even Anna Hosnia, super producer Anna Hosnia, yeah. got a little bit of that. She was in high school. She talked about that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Paid for her college. She's like, thanks, MC Hammer. <laughs> Paid for my college. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about other stuff. And we're back. And, uh, all right, let's talk impeachment. Uh, the hearing starts today. Uh, 
I fully expect to just be burning calories daily, just internalizing a lot of a turmoil, despicable Republican defense, uh, just uh, Eh, anger that we're not doing, that they're not making a better case against him. The whole, the whole. But can can a case even be made? You know what I mean. That's the thing. It's like you're. It's they call it a trial, but all all that Donald Trump's. Uh, defense has to do is give Republican senators like a like a rhetorical, logical, safe off ramp to be like, oh, well, I couldn't have done it because of it's unconstitutional. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, but it isn't. And we're talking how it, it's it. Most people are saying that's a, the lamest fucking argument, but it doesn't matter if it's a lame argument because that's just all they need so they can go around and justify their inaction. But so it's like a really hard. Didn't <laughs> his lawyers quit? He's got some new ones. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're lawyers who, by the way, are not, like, probably great morally ethical people to begin with, Mm -hmm. go in and they're like, hey, this is, we can get you, this is pretty easy. And then he's like, no, don't do it that way. I want to do it this way. And they're like, oh, no, bye. Right. That, Right. That says volumes to me as someone that's had to go deal with courts right 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 when like, a I'm... lawyer walks away from you you have you are fucked yeah but i'm that's like some that's where but that's why we have these weird ghoulish lawyers he has like this one guy bruce castor he literally declined to press charges against bill cosby like in 2005 when he was uh like a da or a local prosecutor and also like fought back against like his other convictions too. And the, the other lawyer is a dude who was, I think working with Jeffrey Epstein, like up until he quote unquote died uh, of uh, suicide in in jail. Yeah. So like, those are the two main Diddy guys. Guy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like who, and where's Tupac throughout the old all this? Ken Lay heart. I got a Ken Lay heart attack. I gotta go. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is a, uh, that's why I'm like on one level, like I definitely see the maneuvering Jamie Raskin is doing as one of the impeachment managers and it's great, but I don't know. I like it, it almost has to be this thing where the case gets enough public opinion to shift that that's when senators in the Republican party are going to go, right. Ah, oh, shit. Like, but even is, then, will they like, like, that's the thing. I think like, so. I think what they'll do is they, they'll throw him under, under the, bus. the bus, but he's yeah, going to be their scapegoat. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of them that can't get out from underneath it because they went hardcore loyal in a way that they can't come back from. Yeah, but the majority of those Republicans just need twelve people. Exactly, and and they. Yeah, it's it's just so weird. They'll be like, he... ah, it's it's him. It wasn't us. I'm just a. I'm just a. I'm just right. an old conservative. That's who I was. I'm not one of these guys. You know, I'm just here on behalf of Dow Chemicals. Okay, uh-huh. so, come yeah. on. I, I, I was love here American this white company. Talk. This guy, this guy <laughs> right. over here is the one that's bad. It's not yeah. me. Right, right. That's their whole. That's their whole. It's like a corporate move. Yeah. No, of course. Right. And then to rather than saying you're wrong, you double down, as which is the the you know uh, par for the course for them. But yeah, I think it's that's the part I'm waiting to see because the polling now incrementally goes up where technically a majority of Americans are like convict him. And right. only 34% of people are like, he should be able to hold office uh, after this. <laughs> so 
But at the same time, you see how many people are also like the base just has there. No one is willing to stand up to the base. And the ones that do like, uh, you know, Liz Cheney, not she's standing up to them, but just trying to fill the power vacuum to try and rush control of the party that the base, the reaction of the base is something that's factoring in to a lot of these uh, politicians thinking, too. So I don't it's like one of those things where, like, I'm not going to suddenly think that now they understood what the oath was that they took because none of them do like on either side like a lot of people are they're just there for their own needs or to write their own tax laws for themselves and their friends um so i i hope you know good luck i hope there's a compelling case enough that even for the people who want to have their heads so deep in the ground buried from the reality that they can at least begin to be like fuck it's so bad on paper out loud well, I look. I watched this documentary. I think it was on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Agents of Chaos, uh, and I may get that wrong, but I was watching it last night, and they were they had some people that were talking about the Russia stuff in the beginning, and they make some great. They just made some great distinctions about the words the media use and things like that. Like collusion, that's not a fucking thing. That's right. not a. It's not a legal thing. It's not. It's nothing. But they. It sounds. It sounds sexy. They colluded. So they right. used that word. But what then it was is, a point that you couldn't actually get proven in court. Yeah. Right. And, and what they were like, what it is, it's more like seduction. Right. Where it's like, you know, it's it's like you see an attractive person at the at a bar and you all make eye contact. You buy them a drink. You go have a fucking drink at the table and then you go back to your room. There's no written thing down right. on a on a piece and i'm just quoting this lawyer who was talking about he's like there's no written piece of paper it's like uh we're you here and to I are gonna go fuck right. now because right. this happened right that's like russia and and his campaign weren't like this would help you and me now let's mm-hmm. sign this deal that's not it's just more like they had and they're like hey we'll give you a little information you gotta, gotta do some of this stuff and that's right. what kind of happened it's just tough to prove without a doubt that it happen yeah well i think the other thing too is if only the people that were actually deciding the fate of this quote-unquote trial weren't the people that were actually (laughs) part of and victims of the crime either you know what i mean like if this were an actual jury trial obviously i would would be completely different because they're like yeah i don't know what this like (laughs) the prosecution like yeah that whole thing they just said is nonsense we actually this is absolutely possible for us to prosecute this and I think the lawyers even know this First Amendment uh, thing that they're trying to hide behind. There are degrees in which the First Amendment will protect you. Incitement is one of those things that does not protect you. So, you know, like those kinds of things, like a jury would be like, oh, right. So that's bullshit. But now you just have a bunch of quote unquote jurors who are like, hey, man, just give me the words I can say out loud to completely just get past this thing and, you know, squirm a few campaign bucks uh, from his supporters. Republicans feel don't say like this, the freedom of speech thing cracks me up. It's like I have my freedom to speak. You're like, right. but it's also illegal to incite a riot. Those right. are those are two things or that are written threats. down. <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> leaders. Like what? You can't. It's also yeah. You, it, you can say you want to off whoever's in charge. I'm not going to say his office, but that's right. also illegal. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. That yeah. will cause you problems. That's yes. another knock knock. Guess who? 
we hear because yes. you said some shit. If it were the other way around, if public opinion was pushing the Democrats to do something in this, like in deciding this trial, like then there there might be some hope. If it was like you said, uh, actual everyday Americans, like a, a jury of his peers, there there would be hope. But the fact that it's Republicans, man, they just like they don't let facts sway them. No matter what, they're still voting, even though like everyone's like, man, the Republicans are totally uh, fucked up over this. They still voted 100 percent party solidarity against the bailout that is popular with their base, that is popular with Americans. They they still just 100 percent reject because they don't work for Americans. Right. No, that's right. That's that's why the commercials and stuff. That's that's part of like I think we've all started to realize all that. Yeah. That's why the commercials didn't have the effect they used to have. It's because we've been lied to for so long, and now they can't. It's like, yo, yeah, and the lies are particularly like lame now because like we've already yeah, seen it all. And we're like, you're saying what now to explain this? Dude, get the fuck out of here with this. Well, it's like they're reaching. It's like they're staring at us, reaching into the piggy bank. More. We smack More? their hands, and then they say, "But I need a hot dog," and you're like. <laughs> I'll give you a fuck. There's a hot dog right there. Right? I don't want that one. I want. And you're like, <laughs> right, right. That's, oh man, that is straight straight out of the mind of a father. Uh, because that is that is like pure child logic. I don't want that one. I want the one that I initially said I wanted. Yeah. Uh, for no but reason. But it's the same one. No. Oh nope. God. Fine. Take my. It's the same one, except bank. this one's been on the floor and has stuff stuck to it. I don't care. Right. That's the one I want. Um, and if we're being like, and I saw this, I don't know who said it, but it was such a good point. Is like most of our elected officials wouldn't get hired at any job, <laughs> right? No, right? What? They could most get hired them... at their companies. That's yeah. the craziest shit. And how many of them didn't even have fucking jobs, actually? Mm-hmm. You know, just went to law school and just did all this other, like, resume shit to appear like a human. But you're like, I went to, you know, fascist capitalist finishing school in Harvard, and I'm ready to fuck the earth. As a senator, bing, nice smile. Like, yeah. it really, yeah. I mean, McCain said it when he came back from Vietnam. He's, he was very honest. He's like, I had a good story. That's right. why I went into politics. Right. But he was so honest about it. I was like, you guys listen, that's what it is. Right. Right. And he Josh Holly, on the other hand, is like, I'm a I'm a salt of the earth person. Never mind. I went to the, England to, to finish up my finishing. And I've I'm totally Ivy League educated. I'm one of you farmers. Look at mm. my overalls I have on. <laughs> it's just so transparently uh it's just bullshit. But yeah, like what I don't. It takes more people to take that next step to be like. But then, why would they be politicians? Because that's where they can fucking rig the game to benefit them, and most other people get the fucked end of the stick. That's why. That's why they're there. It's not. Don't like most people have to let go of this idea that there are these like benevolent politicians. There are a few, uh, like scattered throughout, but. For the most part, these are career people who are looking out for themselves and it's playing out like this is the end game when you're looking out for yourself is like you can take this high office and now be like, I can actually kind of tinker with the laws now from over here. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Yeah, it's. 
it's not even looking out for themselves. I mean, it, ultimately, yes, it is. But it's not in the way that most people think. Like, it's not like, right. oh, I'm going to get super rich or I'm going to do this thing and then I'll... It's... No. People call me senator and I get to walk through doors most people don't. And then I get all these little... It's the, these weird ego perks mm -hmm. is what a lot... Like, look at Ted Cruz. That is a power-addicted... Yeah. Slug of a human being. Yeah. Because at this point, it's so clear he stands for nothing but being in power. Because yeah. he is scrambling to find any kind of base now. Yeah, it's fucking absurd. I mean, like, it's funny because I wonder if he had stood up to Trump when he said, your wife's ugly, you know, right. and what that would have. Because I feel like that's the kind of thing that for like the red meat MAGA set. Later on, like they always make fun of him. Like they've always made fun of Ted Cruz because he's never actually stood up for even to Trump that now in trying to court these people, he's already self-owned in front of them. So they're like, no, 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 no. Like right. you were useful, but don't get it twisted. Like you have you don't have any of the trappings of a politician that would seduce us because you were a useful idiot to this other person. So, well, and he got into power through block voting. Mm hmm. That's right. Ted Cruz's whole thing is like Second Baptist Church. It's it's all these. He, the people don't like him. Mm -hmm. He went in 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 the Texas way of politics. Politics is like he got he went to this preacher. They have a mm -hmm. huge voting block. So you went over that dude. That Borrow dude tells everybody charisma. to vote for this dude. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. When you say people, the people don't like him that is you are speaking of all people like yes. the people as a human race don't like and him. most of he, texas does he is like repellent yeah. yes um but he's right. figured out he's gerrymandered and how and figured out how to get power in texas which is well real quick we do want to talk uh give an update on a story that relates to covid19 we had reported that uh, restaurants will be uh, reopening at 25% capacity in for indoor dining in New York on Valentine's Day. Uh, and uh, that has been changed to uh, this Friday. They're, they're yeah. moving it up, baby. Um, a little sooner. The way Cuomo says is, this is so ridiculous. Uh, he said, but now he's talking about restaurateurs. Uh, but they, quote, they have made the point that they would like to open a couple of days earlier so they can be ready for Valentine's Day. And, Big you know, day. that's a reasonable uh, request, as he believes it. So you want to open indoor dining. Look, granted, I understand the numbers are somewhat improving, but that's in no case any kind of reason to be like, all right, baby, let's, let's eat with our mouths open inside. Right. Um, so we have that. Uh, even at 25% capacity, no thank you. But more than anything, what about the people that have to work in the restaurants with the people who are addicted to being served? They're crowd? heroes, man. They're yeah. just heroes. It's hey, man, you're a hero. From Straight the up heroes. <laughs> you're a hero, man. Like, can I have some money? Is, no, you can't have just, more hero. Because <laughs> the other thing is, they, you know, and in, in sort of preparing for this, um, people who worked in restaurants, like, they were made eligible to get vaccinated. But we all have seen how the vaccination rollout's going. It's fucking not. So it's not easy for these people to get vaccinated. And now they're saying, wait, I got to go to work on Friday in with now people indoors again. What is going on? 
Um, it's just really, and apparently, you know, like there's a collection or, you know, association of restaurant owners and things were lobbying the governor because that's how all of this shit works. But it's just like every time this issue comes up, because a lot of the the way the stories are, or people even comment on is like, which you can understand why the restaurants would want to open. But no one ever says, like pivots to the thing is like, why isn't the government subsidizing the lost wages and forgiving rent so we may do the thing that's safest rather than being like, I like, cause we're still, most people are still caught up and like, yo, you got to get your hustle on no matter what, no matter what, no matter right. what. But I don't, even like on every news thing, like you'd hope even someone who's not, I get it. If you're on the CDC, you don't want to start talking policy or whatever, cause you're going to speak, stick to narrowly what you know. But any other commentator would be like, uh, y'all, I don't know why we keep doing this. Why aren't we, why can't we pivot to the fact that we can afford to actually float everybody until we can get this thing managed and under control? But whatever, fine, fuck, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah, there's all sorts of shit happening with the vaccine rollout. Johnson & Johnson is uh, supposed to have a one-shot uh, vaccine coming. Uh, there's also issues popping up with regards to whether the current vaccines are battling new strains south africa just pushed pause on an astrazeneca vaccine but there's just like a lot of messiness that it seems like in a global emergency we should be able to get around like it's like well we ordered it from this company so how are we gonna like reverse that and it's like yo just just like is it it good right (laughs) you bought a bunch of drugs you didn't even try them out right but yeah, I, I mean, mean it's, it's not easy. There, the no, the virus is mutating, and you know, we the vaccine has mutated with it. But it it does seem like I don't know. We should be there. Should be more collectivism than uh, like well, this company is also working on a thing, as is this company because they deem it profitable. Um, right, seems like that's a, exactly what it is. It's yeah, it's it's not about a common good. It's it's about profits. It's money, and it's they've done math, and they're like, "Well, this is, we can lose this many lives, and this will be fine, and this is this." The but um, it's not. It's yeah. just I think it's like what we were saying in the beginning. It's it's all coming to this head. Yeah, it's the same as the commercials. They can't lie to us anymore. All their bullshit is just so clear. It's like with it's like with Kaepernick. Now we can. We can go back and forth and argue, like, was he good enough to be in the league? You know, did he know that his performance and whatever? It doesn't matter because he was right about his protest. It was He's so right about it, about all the stuff. And they tried to shut him down and do all that stuff. But it what he did was so powerful that you couldn't deny that he was wrong. Right. And then the it just, and now the NFL, I mean, it's an end racism on the back of their right. helmet, like all that shit now. We were like, that motherfucker called yeah. them out at the right time. Right. Yep. And now it's like, and now you look like you're full of shit. And I yep. think that's, yeah, it's like happening at many levels where we're like, dude, we're done with this shit. Like it's. Like even if he was aware, he's like, listen, I'm probably out of the league just from a, from a performance thing. But what I can do right now, right, is yeah, do, is make this fucking thing right here. But even do then, you, re- you look at some of the and then I will identify all the fucking racist and all the you know. Sure, it's, it was right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like you. It's yeah. It in. I think, and that's what's interesting about the sort of momentous 
gestures and being courageous or standing up for something is when you're there, like, yeah, it will attract a lot of negative attention because people don't like the fact that you are, you are bringing light to the darkness. But yeah, to your point, Billy, that also, that also baited a lot of people to come out and show their stinking asses too to people. And then they're like, ah, 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 oh, okay. See, that's what it took. See, that's, I knew you were on that shit. And then Mm -hmm. that's all. So there is a, yeah, it's just weird how like at almost every level of our society, like we're having these moments where slowly it's where I'm hoping like to your point, Billy, like I I'd like to think that most people are getting tired of the bullshit and can see it for what it is. And then we need to move into that next phase of, okay, so what the fuck are we going to do about it now? Well, it's a, it's a power shift mm-hmm. for so long because of the way they could manipulate media. Uh, the powers that be were few. Right. Yeah. Now that the way the internet and the way we communicate isn't controlled, even though they're trying and they can't fit, they opened up that fucking box and they can't put it back in. And yeah. it's beautiful. That it's all getting out. So the power is spreading out. Yeah. 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 And then the people are realizing like, Hey, there's like, a thousand people on this planet that have most of the money. Yeah. I right. think we could put this on them. Right. Like, mm-hmm. But how? Yeah. And that's and I starting think it's to even, come yeah. to, it's, it's, it's everyone getting annoyed at all the commercials. It's, it's, it's a, the process is a little slower than we want it to be. Yeah. But once it gets going, which is what it's doing right now, there's a, there's a paradigm shift that's right. happening where they've taken too much capital from us. Yeah. That and also the amount of commentators that are out there, there are there are now more than ever more people being like, yo, this stinks like shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fuck this bull. This is bullshit. Like my favorite that- day is the is when Biden, the Biden's inauguration. I was on fucking line being like, all right, now let's get him to do this. This and this, and people are like, "Hey, give us one day to be happy. Aren't you happy?" I'm like, "No, I don't like him." <laughs> right, and we can do better. That's we the can thing. do so much it's- better, and we have to get after him because if we don't, there's another Trump coming. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Billy Wayne, but as I'm always. rich already, <laughs> and I think I think minorities is fine. So right, <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you, man. Where can people find you and follow you? I, uh, I just Google Billy Wayne Davis. If you need the socials or whatever, I have a podcast coming out February 21st that will just be available on Patreon just to make it simple. There'll be no ads or anything. It'll be $4 a month and you'll get at least four podcasts out of it a month. Uh, what's the show? Podcast Wayne Davis. Podcast Wayne Davis. Yeah. All right. Pretty simple. Uh, and then I have the cannabis podcast called Grown Local uh, that is picking up steam. It's yeah, pretty yeah. great. So, uh, Is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying? Sarah Tiana. She's a, she's a great joke writer. A very, very funny comedian. She, she it was just, if Tom, Brady, if Tom Brady wins a 10th Super Bowl, then maybe I'll buy into the hype. uh miles where can people find you as a tweet you've been enjoying uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at miles of gray also other podcasts 420 day fiance you know talking about 90 day smoking on that 
that shit. Um, let's see a tweet. I like, I don't really have a, a tweet that I like. I haven't been on the social media, uh, in the last couple days. So I will, I will defer my tweet. Jack, do another one. Okay. <laughs> throw I another, will do throw another tweet on the Barbie will you, for me. Good day. Uh, it's me, Jack. <laughs> you can find me at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, let's see a couple tweets I've been enjoying at Lipchonsky tweeted thinking about removing the mysterious green ribbon that I've always had around my neck. Uh, <laughs> and then just a bunch of, uh, Super Bowl tweets from a couple nights ago that I enjoyed. Um, a Sunday McMansion hell 1976, uh, tweeted, if you still call any sport sports ball, I hate you. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Brody Gupta said, uh, summarizing the Super Bowl for my best friend by saying it's basically about these two groups of adults that are like obsessed with this one ball. Um, That's and I remember to not can I do another one, yeah, please. Uh, Jenny Johnson, uh, she's very funny, she's from Houston, so funny, yeah. Uh, she said, uh, this is. This is the second worst happy ending Robert Kraft's ever gotten in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isn't she friends with Bum B? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I feel like with her. Actually, that's when I met her. I was hanging out with Bum to him. B. She's oh, like really? so H town yeah. with. I'm like, what the fuck? Because I remember following her because I think she's like a sneakerhead kind of. Yeah, or she's like, cool. She's the, yeah, and then I was like, "What the? And you're kicking with Bun B? What the fuck?" Is well, she was like on the news or something in Houston. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah. She, and I think she did sports stuff in Houston. Um, yeah, and then I met her at a. That's where I met her. I was in a green room in Houston at a festival, and I was like, "Man, it smells like fucking weed." And I turned around, <laughs> and Bun B was down there, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." Hey, <laughs> and, uh, I know him a little bit because of Ron Funches. Uh, they're friends. And then I just said something about his weight, and then he's like, and then she was standing there, and she's taller than both of us. It was hilarious. <laughs> nice. Yeah, she's awesome. Chelsea Peretti uh, also tweeted just some some real parent shit that I identified with. My son is crying because he wants to be a flamingo, quote, not a pretend one. Yep. Uh, man. <laughs> yep. I like when they just yell. And you don't There's, know why they're mad. Yeah, and there, and then you try to argue with logic, and it's just so dumb. It's way yeah, logic. Me trying to calm him down from uh, wanting a dream he just had to not be over is way dumber than anything he says during the course of that meltdown. Right. Uh, I think my favorite thing my two year old does at this right now is he's getting into tantrums. He's trying to figure out how to do them. Yeah, but then. He also will lay down like very slow as not to hit his head or something. Uh-huh. And then start to the dance. <laughs> so I can't, I was just laughing at him the whole time. I'm like, dude, I can't take this serious. <laughs> You're like, can I, can I use this bit? It's just so clearly calculated. I can't take it serious. Right, right. We crave authenticity. It's like uh, I need some rage and know that you're just in a in a in a real mood right now. Right now it right, just feels right, like right. manipulation and I can't do it. <laughs> uh all right, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on, Miles. What are we riding out on today? I was feeling real 
spooky and vibey over the weekend uh and i was listening to some interesting music and i forgot about this album i don't know if you remember radio dread which was all reggae covers of Radiohead. <laughs> um, but I was like, that's right. I was like, this shit came out like I like when I was in college, I remember. Um, but this is a track from that. It's exit music for a film, oh, but reggae song. styled by my man, Sugar Me Not. Um, so yeah, put this in your ears, vibe out to it, because this, I'm telling you this, if you fuck with Radiohead and you smoke weed, uh, you should, this whole album is so like entertaining, but like, it's weird when Radiohead like Radiohead hits in a completely different genre of music where you're still like singing along to like Paranoid Android, but there's still like a reggae bubble underneath, like on the organ. <laughs> so uh yeah. This is exit music for a film, Sugar Me Not, from the album Radio Dread by the Easy Star All Stars. Some upbeat depression. Is that what we're yeah, talking about? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, wild. Like yeah, it's it's like, wild. I'm it's, sad, but I don't feel bad about that's it. That's what like this whole year is. It's like, I mean, I know things are bad, but we gotta find the good. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, all right, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We will be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Wake from your sleep, the drying of your tears today we escape we escape